Check, check. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Cards Cast, a weekly podcast from Cardinal Authority. I'm senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. Plenty on tap for this latest episode, and Jody, let's get right to it. Big weekend. Obviously, we got the regular seasons in basketball winding up, senior days for both the men and women uh, this weekend coming up at the KFC Yum Center. Obviously, spring football is underway. We've got there's a lot of recruiting news we need to get to. So let's let's get right to it. And let's start with men's basketball senior day. They're hosting Virginia Tech uh, at the KFC Yum Center on Sunday, early Sunday evening. Um, And in the process, they're going to welcome a bunch of recruits to town. So, you know, for Chris Mack and staff. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a huge day on 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 Sunday. It's a doubleheader. First of all, it's kind of well, kind of a doubleheader. Noon and six yeah. o'clock. The women at noon. The men at six. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And for uh, and for the recruiting wise, yeah, they're using this weekend. Look, they haven't had a ton of uh, of luck as far as recruiting with weekends because you know they they've been they've been weird times or weird games. You know, I mean, it's hard to bring recruits to. Uh, to nine o'clock games when the the big games are nine o'clock games on a on a Wednesday night or on a Tuesday night, you know, uh, those yeah. are hard to bring them in. Sunday at six o'clock works out perfect for recruiting because nobody hardly is going to play on Sunday, and they're using this weekend as a big one. Um, from what I understand, uh, there'll be at least uh, seven recruits on campus. Efton Reed, um, who's a big kid out of Virginia, one of the top uh, fifty. Uh, prospects in the class of 2021. One of the better big guys is uh, is on is going to be on an official visit, uh, and I believe he arrives either late late Friday or early Saturday morning to start that official visit. But will be here through the game uh, on 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 Sunday, and then leave uh, on Monday morning. Efton Reed's a, is uh, is an interesting one. This recruitment uh, has gone pretty fast. He and Roosevelt Wheeler are the two big guys that Chris Mack saw. Uh, just about a month ago uh, in Virginia after Louisville beat NC State. They they flew to Virginia and saw two guys, and that these were the, these two. Roosevelt Wheeler has already visited on an unofficial basis. Both the guys have offers, and uh, and and Mike Begeese has done a good job with both of them. Look, Efton Reed is going to be a tougher get, to, in my opinion, than Roosevelt Wheeler. Uh, he's looking more towards uh, the academic side of things as well. Uh, Virginia is in there pretty good with him, and, and I just think he's going to be tough to get. But with that said, getting him on campus is uh, right now, especially for an official visit, is a huge thing, and uh, uh, you never know where this thing's going to go. Aminu Muhammad um, is going to be here on an unofficial visit. He's the uh, the kid that Louisville they've been in on him for a while, and uh, he's been uh, he's been in in a bunch of times uh, for unofficial visits. Uh, also. Uh, Deontay and DeAndre Davis from uh, up in Indianapolis. Dre Davis is already committed. Tay Davis is the, the top 2022 prospect that they're after. His brother, Rodney Rice, is a kid from uh, Potomac, Maryland, who's a big time shooter out of the 2022 class. And then uh, two uh, of the Hoosier State's best uh, 2021 prospects uh, in Trey Kaufman from uh, over at Silver Creek. 
and also Blake Wesley from South Bend Riley, who is a uh, a, a big time shooting guard uh, as well. So in the class of 2021, two of the top five kids from the state of Indiana, the top kid basically in 2022 in Indiana, and, and then just a bunch of other dudes in town. They're using this one, Michael, as a big weekend. Yeah, and, and, and you know, obviously a lot to show off and, you know, some really, really highly rated kids, obviously, is what, you know, Chris Mack and staff are, are becoming accustomed to when, when they host these kids. And, you know, hopefully the Cardinals will put on a, a great show. Uh, you got an opportunity to bounce back on senior day and and the place should be packed. So it should be a great afternoon and a, or a great evening, I should say, uh, for a great atmosphere to host these recruits in. Yeah, no, it, it should be. And, and, and again, it's senior day. It's always a, it's always a good time to have them. And uh, and again, timing is everything with uh, in recruiting. And like I said, sometimes you just get a schedule that's not conducive to to, uh, to a lot of games where uh, where you bring guys in uh, and, and make official visits or, or things like that. So, yeah, it's exciting and, uh, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And I'm excited to see where this team goes, um, you know, after Monday night. Uh, I've heard a, a couple of. Uh, of good, very good practices this week. Um, you know, Malik Williams is, is, I would imagine, will be a game time decision. We'll just have to wait and see. I know he had progressed and and has done better, uh, but I just don't know what. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. We'll find out later today. We'll find out what Coach Max thinking is about. You know, do you, you know, like like Jeff Walls did with his two. Uh, ankles. Do you see if you have to play, you know, if he can play, do you even play him? Do you kind of see yeah. if you can get through it or not? Uh, because you don't want something right now to affect down the road. And that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing, Michael, um, is in the ACC and NCAA tournament, Malik Williams is a must for Louisville to be successful. Um, I'm not sure if he is on Sunday and if you don't play him on Sunday, then basically he gets two weeks rest before that Virginia game. Yeah. You know, that's my biggest question. You know, you know, we've obviously heard how uh, Malik is progressing, but you know, even if, you know, let's say he's at 90% and, and willing to go on, on, on Sunday, if you're Chris Mack, you know, do you even put him in, you know, to me, if, if I'm Chris Mack, you know, Stevie Enoch is back in the, in the starting position and you, you roll with them, see how things are, are progressing. And, and if things are going well, and if Malik's available, just leave him on the bench, let him continue to rest, rest up for that uh, season finale at Virginia on March 7th, and then gear up for the, the ACC tournament just a few days later after that. Yeah, no, it's uh, so I, it, like I said, it's interesting and uh, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. I, I, I think, um, you know, when you when you think about um, when you think about uh, if uh, if you look at it um, and you think about Michael, the possibilities that Louisville still has in front of them. Um, you know, this is this it, or if you think back to the beginning of the year and I know a lot of people are upset with, you know, the, the losses. But if you think back to the beginning of the year, what what did what did you predict, Michael? What what was your prediction for this team? Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, to go uh, the, the record because I remember what my prediction was, and yeah. uh, and and my prediction was 24 and seven. And guess what? They're 23 and six <laughs> with two games left. I'm hope I'm wrong. I hope that I'm going to be wrong. But uh, um, y- you know, I mean, this team has accomplished a lot of things that I think people thought they would. It's just when they got to number one in the country, I think um, the expectations, of course, went even higher and uh, and they've slipped a few times so uh, I, I'm excited for what this team can do for the rest of the year I know there's been some bumps and I know this team has warts but I watch college basketball every night and I see every single team that yeah. I've watched 
has some warts, and uh, there's just not a great team out there. This team can still do um, some really good things in March. Yeah, it's a unique, it's a, a you know a unique season, not just for University of Louisville, but you know really across NCAA basketball. You know, I think we're we're all aware of you know there's there's upsets basically almost on a nightly you know basis across the college basketball landscape. And and when you look at it, you know my projection you know for what they're going to accomplish, they're, they're hovering right at that as well. And you know I think it's just what made it so unique, as you mentioned, they got to number one. You know, and then, the, you know, the, the roller coaster goes down a little bit again. Then they go to Duke and, and they win. And David Johnson has this huge, you know, coming out party, so to speak, against against the Blue Devils and Cameron Indoor. And so you think that they've reached their high. They figured out how to do it. And they run this big winning streak together. And then they drop, drop down again, you know, and then back up and then back down. So it's been a, clearly a roller coaster season. And that and, and I think the emotions, you know, some, some a lot of people on the fan base, you know, that's starting to come out. And, you know, it's been frustrating to, to get as high as you can at one moment. And then you turn around, and you do a two-game losing streak where you, you go to Georgia Tech and Clemson and lose them both two games you didn't expect to. So it's been quite a roller coaster season. But that's like you said, that's the way the NCAA has been, you know, across the country, you know, all year long. And I suspect we're it, it's going to build up to some pretty exciting and unbelievable moments once March rolls around. Not just you know for well, Louisville and the ACC, but across the country as well. Well, I, and I, I wonder, Michael. This is what I want. I mean, you, you could we could do the guessing game all day long, but oh yeah. If Louisville would have beaten Georgia Tech and Clemson, but lost, let's say, at NC State and and lost to Virginia, how different would the narrative? How how different would the outlook have been? And that and I think it's I think that's a fair question. But but honestly, I mean they were they were in the RPI and the net and all that. They were they were projected to lose at NC State and and then barely beat Virginia. So if you if you switch those games, I think it's a little different outlook. Um, I just think it's the way they lost in those two games uh, it, yeah. is what it is. And I I did not watch the Clemson game after I always watch the game. I always usually watch the game that I, I DVR it and I watch it real quick um, after the fact. And I didn't. And I went back this week and I went through and I was deleting some stuff and Hey, there was a Clemson game. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sit down and watch this. I want to see what really happened to this game. And you know, and that game is the first time in a while that Jordan Wara and David Johnson both had bad games. And I know you're going to say David Johnson scored double figures or whatever, but he got a lot of those late. He didn't play very well in the first half and he didn't play where very well early in the second half uh, of that game. Um, I really think that, Jordan and David, you're going to get consistent play out of Dwayne. You're going to get either Ryan or Darius. Normally, one of those guys is going to have a good game. One of the big guys is going to have a good game. And Malik was really good that game. But David and Jordan are the two, to me, moving forward, are the two guys that w- they have to play well for this team to be to be good. Yeah, completely agree. You know, And hopefully they get the bounce back. I, I suspect they will against the Hokies on, on Sunday. Uh, again, tipping off at six o'clock. And then, you know, as you mentioned, they, they got a nice little gap to continue to get healthy and prepare for March as, as they finish out the regular season, going to Charlottesville on March 7th to, to close out against the Cavaliers and hopefully, you know, get a rare sweep against Virginia. But uh, let's see if the Cardinals can take care of Virginia Tech first. And as you mentioned earlier, it's also senior day for the women's team. They tip off against Virginia Tech at uh, noon at the KFC Yum Center. And, and, you know, Jody, I know you were at the KFC Yum Center for their ACC clinching title, but it's going to, you know, a great environment. I'm sure that was, and I imagine the senior night will be as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think it's, it's awesome for, uh, um, for that team 
uh, one more win, and the uh, and the seniors are the the winningest senior class in school history, surpassing last year's. And that's a that's a pretty good uh, it's a pretty tall tale. It's a pretty good job. Look, before Coach Walls got here, we the expectations were let's just try to make an NCAA tournament. And now, to be quite honest, if this team doesn't make it to the Elite Eight or the go, go to the Final Four, I think there's going to be a lot of people disappointed. Uh, and that's crazy to think about. It really is crazy to think about. But that's just kind of where they've taken this uh, uh, this program, yeah. Michael. And, and and it's exciting to see. And uh, look, I would <laughs> I love Dana Evans. She is has been fantastic. She might end up being the ACC player of the year. She's definitely going to be the first uh, first team player of the year on the ACC team. But Louisville has played better, really, offensively in the last two games with Mikasa Robinson at the point. And I think what that's going to do is it's going to make them so much better. Uh, it's going to make them so much better when they when when she gets back when uh, when Dana Evans and Elizabeth Balagoon get back, and I do expect them to be back on Sunday. Uh, it's going to make it so much better for the rest of the team, and they're going to be so much deeper uh, than what they have been. Mikasa Robinson is a big time player. People forget before she got hurt, she was at Ashland uh, High School, and she was a top ten player in the country uh, before she. Uh, injured her knee uh, and, and and had to sit out for a long time. And then she dropped to like, you know, 40 or 45 or whatever she ended up being. But she was a top 10 player in the country. Her only problem is she doesn't have a great shot. She can do everything but put the ball in the basket from outside of 15 feet. Uh, and when she gets better at that, she's going to be just ridiculous. And uh, she's so good. She's so solid. Uh, I'm excited for her. She's she's a really good kid. Has been through a lot with the, with that injury and and has made this team better. This team's got a chance uh, to be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Some things would have to fall right, but they've got a chance to do it. So uh, excited for them. Uh, a very good Virginia Tech team that they play. Uh, you know, lots of stuff going on. I know you're going to be at baseball a little this weekend. Uh, they've got a home series. And spring football, Michael. We uh, we've got a lot of coverage up, and uh, I'm excited from what I hear about the quarterbacks because not just Mikael Cunningham, but also Puma Pass, also uh, Evan Conley. T Webb's got his eyes wide open right now, and kind of doesn't know what to expect. I think, and, and that'll that'll come, you know, with time and experience. We hear some good things about these quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 but you really, I mean, as as you, as you mentioned, you know, Frank Potts, Scott Satterfield, both of them are complimentary of all the quarterbacks, you know, since, you know, obviously it's just a couple days into spring practice, but what you really have to like is when they're, you know, when you're hearing things like he's really, really good uh, about how the way Cunningham has come into spring practice. And, you know, and I think that's clearly one of the benefits of having spring ball a little bit earlier than most people. Obviously, they just finished. You know, it seems like seven weeks ago uh, where they beat Mississippi State in the Music City Bowl. And and then when they got back, the, the quarterbacks and the skill players essentially started working on their own, working on their timing, their routes and things like that. You know, and now they've jumped right into spring ball. So, that you know, there, there's really, you know, other than Puma, because he's coming off of the injury, there's really not much rest or excuse me, rust that they need to shake off of. You know, so the, the reviews coming out of spring practice, you know, quite positive. In addition, the quarterbacks really impressed by you know, what Mike Seriano's done. We talked about that on the last podcast on Monday for our, our spring football special. Uh, but the, you know, the look of the players and the, you know, and the, the reviews we're hearing from the coaches have give you a lot to be excited about for 2020. That's for yep. sure. Yep. No doubt about it. Lots going on in Cardination. Uh, 
we'll be back hopefully uh, at some point. Uh, uh, Michael will uh, we'll keep you posted. We did a special on spring football. We might we might update on spring football in the middle of the next week with a, with a special podcast to see uh, if we get something or not. Uh, or heck, after Sunday, you never know. We might have a uh, it might be a big uh, might be a big day on Sunday. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you posted. That's our card cast for the uh, for the week. Michael McCann of CardinalCommittee.com.